0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Arc of Justice PA podcast. I'm Jordan Roan, your host, and I want to thank you all so very much for joining me here today. It's National Podcast Day, everyone, and what better way to launch this brand new election 2022 podcast than on this day of all days. So thanks so much for tuning in. No matter where you're listening from, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or one of the other places out there, we appreciate it. And Hey, if you don't mind hitting that like button and the follow button, that will help our viewership go up. And with that, let's jump right in to this first episode. It is midterm time here in Pennsylvania and across the nation. And that means we have a lot to discuss in terms of this Pennsylvania Midterm race. Two in particular, we have a lot of different races, some smaller ones out there in terms of the congressional races, and there's the state legislature, and and we'll get to all of that, of course, but we want to discuss, first and foremost, the Senate race and the governor's race. We all know who's running in those races by now. It's Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, who's running to be the next U.S. Senator from Pennsylvania. And on the governor's side, it's Attorney General Josh Shapiro alongside his running mate out of the Allegheny County region, Austin Davis, who is a state representative. Now, this episode is going to be dedicated mainly to discussing the current events because everyone who's listening to this most likely knows a lot of the things that have happened up until this point. So we're kind of just going to start from where... Our starting point is, which is today, September 30th, 2022, and everything that has kind of happened this week that's noteworthy and that you should know. So let's start off with the new Fox News poll that was just released this week, and it was a very interesting poll. This poll has John Fetterman leading Dr. Mehmet Oz, and I say doctor pretty loosely, by four percentage points. So it's 45% to 41%, 11% undecided, 3% going for this independent candidate, Everett Stern. And it would seem great and all if you're a Democrat out there who is watching this race, but there's a little bit of concerning news, and that is John Fetterman in the July 2022 Fox News poll had an 11 point lead on Oz. 11 points. That's now down to four. So what in the world is happening in this PA Senate race? And and that's not all. We have a Franklin and Marshall poll that's out. And that shows Fetterman leading Oz once again by four percentage points. An insider advantage poll was released this week. Fetterman up three. And finally, a poll that was just released today conducted... Over the past week, Fetterman, 45, Oz, 43. The RealClearPolitics.com average of this race has Fetterman up 4.1 points. Now, that is a lot closer than it was last week. It's a lot closer than it was two weeks ago, a month ago, etc., etc. It's clear Dr. Oz is gaining some momentum in this race. And I want to break down some of the notable crosstab findings that I discovered as I was reading through this poll. Number 1, union households are going for Dr. Oz 44 to 43%. Union households, the the pride and joy of the Democratic Party, the group that there's been so many inroads made with or at least have attempted to be made with over the past several decades i mean union households as of this moment according to this poll going for dr oz by a point so somebody who as somebody who believes john fetterman can relate better to and can draw support from the working class people of Pennsylvania, probably more than just about anybody who could run. The fact that he is down on union households is something that does, I wouldn't say raise a red flag. I I don't think I'm at that point yet. All I will say is it's it's causing some of that anxiety that us Democrats are – are faced with while we go through these polls that have just been released this week for this Senate race. Next cross-tab, finding. No degree holders are going for Fetterman 43 to 42, as well as Josh Shapiro, and we'll talk about his race in a second, pretty handedly. And that is, as much as I was a little anxious about the last number, this is a number that does... Give me some hope because traditionally with no degree holders, you see them skewing a bit towards the Republican, at least in the Donald Trump era. That's what we've seen, according to these polls. Let's go over to the Josh Shapiro race real quick because there's a lot to talk about there as well. And it's a lot better news if you're in the Shapiro camp. Josh Shapiro leads Doug Mastriano 51 percent to 40 percent. He's up 11 there. July 2022, he was up 10. So this race, according to this Fox News poll, has pretty much remained stagnant for a while now. Shapiro with a commanding lead. Doug Mastriano can't seem to get over the 40% hump, and that is great news. Great news. Back to the crosstabs. Why? Why is Shapiro having this huge advantage here? It's thanks to women. Women who will come out and, I think, help this hopefully blue wave here, November 8th. Women are propelling Josh Shapiro in these polls. Shapiro is leading Mastriano 58 to 32 when it comes to women voters. 58 to 32. Enormous lead there. Back to the Fetterman race. More people are concerned about Dr. Oz not being from Pennsylvania than Fetterman's health. So 59% of respondents said they're concerned about Oz not being from PA, 51% concerned about Fetterman's health. So when you listen to these advertisements and you see Oz and these Republicans claiming that Fetterman's health is terrible, just remember, some of these voters are, are also seeing the flip side of things, and that is Dr. Oz is a New Jersey resident. Dr. Oz is from New Jersey. He swept in here to become a politician. And 59% of voters are concerned about that. Great number for Fetterman. 65% say Doug Mastriano is too extreme on the governor's side. 65% of respondents think Doug Mastriano is too extreme. That's a number. That's a big number. I mean, if if you have 65% of people going to the polls thinking that you are considered too extreme, chances are you're not going to have a good night when the results start to flow on the airwaves. So just a heads up to Doug if you're listening out there. When it comes to abortion, the abortion issue, they asked respondents, are you somewhat happy? Are you totally happy? Are you somewhat angry, totally angry when it comes to the Dobbs decision that overturned Roe versus Wade? And 26% of respondents said that they were happy. That includes somewhat, totally, they were happy, 26%. 48% say they're angry. At least some sort of anger is festering because of this overturning of Roe v. Wade. F- that's nearly half. Almost a majority of respondents are angry about it. Only a quarter are happy. Now, abortion's going to be the the big cornerstone issue of this race like some people are anticipating. That's a number that you really want to look at in terms of could this be an indicator? Could this be an indicator of where voters are are looking? Another crosstab here, more aligned with the traditional GOP than the MAGA movement. 38% to 36%. More people are aligning themselves with that John McCain Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney type of GOP base than they do MAGA. Only two points, but still, I think it's pretty telling. Now, if you're Dr. Oz, you want that GOP number to go higher because you're running as a traditional GOP candidate. Some may disagree with that statement. He does have the backing of Trump. I know that. But Dr. Oz is doing something Doug Mastriano is not. Dr. Oz has pivoted from a primary campaign to a general election campaign and he's doing it really with with a personalized campaign towards Pennsylvania. Doug Mastriano, he's literally running as if and he's even said he wants to be the next Florida of the North. So he's running as if he's he's down in in a red Florida district trying to win a race there. And I'm sorry Doug, but it's not going to work if you're running as a ultra MAGA candidate in purple Pennsylvania. So Dr. Oz needs the traditional GOP base not only to turn out to vote, but to back him. And I think what we're seeing from some of these numbers that have come out this week is that the old school GOP, they're coming home. They're coming home to Dr. Oz, as crazy as that sounds. Last crosstabs number that really stood out to me, the Democratic Socialist Movement is getting 27% support. 27% of respondents said, yeah, I I could consider myself as part of the base of democratic socialists. That's over a quarter. 25 years ago, that that number would not have been in double digits. That would have been probably in the mid to low single digits when it comes to people who identify as democratic socialist supporters, even a little bit. So that's an interesting number if you're someone who feels like you're on the far left who's listening – and you're, you're hearing that 27 percent of Democrats consider themselves fans of the Democratic Socialist movement. Something to keep in mind if you're an AOC and you're trying to build up enough support to run for president as a self-proclaimed Democratic Socialist, you're seeing more support there. Probably not enough yet to win over a Democratic primary, but still something to keep an eye on. Let's turn now to the Franklin and Marshall poll. This was a poll that for Josh Shapiro was very, very exciting. Josh Shapiro is leading the Franklin and Marshall poll by 10 points, 52 to 42. Looking at the Fetterman-Oz race, Franklin and Marshall, Fetterman only up by four, like we talked about. But here was a really interesting statistic I read from the data of that poll, 8% of people willing to vote for Shapiro are not willing to vote for John Fetterman in central Pennsylvania. I want to preface this by saying this is for the central Pennsylvania region. 8% of people willing to vote for Shapiro are not willing to vote for Fetterman in central PA. And that number really stood out to me when it comes to where are the discrepancies, and we'll talk about those more in a second, what are the discrepancies that that's giving Shapiro this advantage that Fetterman's not having? And, of course, a lot of it could be the fact that Josh Shapiro's opponent literally was on Capitol grounds in a part of the insurrection of January 6th. This guy is ex- as extreme as extreme comes. He's very, very radical for... A lot of people who consider themselves center-right. But still, 8%. 8% aren't willing to go for Fetterman. That, to me, is quite quite shocking, really. Because Fetterman, during the primary, he won all 67 counties in Pennsylvania. John Fetterman's always done very well in central Pennsylvania. When it comes, even dating back to 2016, he did well here in central Pennsylvania when he ran for Senate the first time. So I'm wondering what's going on there. And I think a lot of it's probably the opponent, but also what else is hurting John Fetterman? It's these advertisements, these crime ads. Crime in Philly, it's bad. It it is bad. And we're seeing the GOP capitalize on it. We're seeing Mitch McConnell's super PAC capitalize on it. They're exploiting what's going on in some of these communities. I mean what in the past couple weeks a twenty three year old was shot dead. This is someone who was active from what I understand in democratic politics. He was a twenty-three-year-old walking down the street, I watched the video online shot dead. A 14-year-old football player shot dead in the Philly area. And the thing is, like I said, I I, I witnessed both of these on video. And people are filming, people are putting these out there, and the GOP is using it to their advantage because they're actually able to show this is what's going on in these communities. Look at the crime, look at the rampage, and for some reason, they're painting it all on John Fetterman as someone who wants to release murderers out into the streets. And it's a lot of it is just completely factually inaccurate. You know, John Fetterman of course, during the COVID pandemic, was advocating for very low, low low-level offenders of drugs, marijuana, a lot of these marijuana users to, to be released from prison because it was a safety issue in these prisons when they were overcrowded during the pandemic. And the GOP saying he wants to release all prisoners wild onto the streets. And unfortunately, a lot of these lies that are coming on the TV airwaves they're actually translating into support for Dr. Oz. And Dr. Oz has really a lot of money to spend, a lot of super PACs coming in for him. Doug Mastriano does not have that same level of resources on the governor's side, so you're not seeing much, many attacks at all on Josh Shapiro, at least in the mainstream um, commercial setting on the media. But there's another thing as well. Josh Shapiro is the Attorney General of Pennsylvania. Josh Shapiro just got the PA State Troopers Association endorsement. Who else did they endorse? Dr. Oz on the Senate side. A split ticket from the PA State Troopers Association. We've seen the Fraternal Order of Police also endorsing Josh Shapiro and Dr. Oz. There are split tickets that are happening across this commonwealth. We're seeing more and more signs that John Shapiro is likely going to outrun John Fetterman on election day. Now, there's a lot of time left. We're still in September at the time of this recording, uh, September 30th, of course. Tomorrow is October, and October is when these races can either come to life or they die fast. I think we're seeing Doug Mastrano's campaign dying pretty fast. No resources. Um, and things are not going well for him. But that's not to say to blow it off. We still need to get as many people out to vote as possible, because there's a way Doug Mastriano still wins the Pennsylvania governor's race, and that is if we have a repeat of say 2021, November 2021, less than a year ago, when Republicans just about swept those judicial seats, and we had so many great Democrats that were running for those seats and they were swept, Uh, three out of four went the Republican way. Why was that? There's a lot of people out there who say, well, voter turnout was down, and one place it was down, it was around the Philly area. So if people don't get out to vote, if people aren't sending in their mail-in ballots, Doug Mastriano could win with a low voter turnout. And it's something that I don't think enough people are talking about. People see the polls, and they say, huh. Josh Shapiro has the support. But here's the thing. They are not taking a poll of every Pennsylvanian and every Pennsylvanian who plans to go out and vote or the momentum of people who feel like they want to even go out and vote. So everyone needs to put their foot on the pedal and not let up until November 8th. So... The like I mentioned, Doug Mastriano does not have much support. The only group that was running anti-Shapiro ads on TV they bowed out this past week. They're not putting any more money into the airwaves for Doug. The only group funding television ads to help the Republican nominee for governor just walked away, and they said they would no longer be basically wasting their money on a race that they don't feel is winnable anymore. The Republican Governors Association just came out this week. Doug Mastriano was really banking on the RGA to come in for him and drop a lot of money to help him out. What did they say this week? Pass. The RGA is not coming in to save Doug Mastriano, which is a really, really tough break for his campaign. That's something that he was excited about. He thought he was going to get it. He went and spoke with them last month, and it did not turn out the way he wanted it to. So sorry for your, for your luck, Doug. <laughs> and the last uh, news article I wanted to bring up today here is former Governor Tom Ridge endorsed fellow Republican Dr. Oz for the PA Senate seat. Why is this important? Well, in 20, 2018, Tom Ridge stayed on the sidelines. He didn't come in and endorse for either of the races Tom Ridge is getting off the sidelines this year. Why is this significant? Because we're seeing we've been seeing for a while Dr. Oz, he wasn't getting the numbers out of the traditional Republican party that he needed to win. And someone like Tom Ridge, governor former governor Ridge, who still remains a staple in Republican politics for Pennsylvania, he's getting off the sidelines. Like he didn't do this before. He didn't do this for Lou Barletta or Scott Wagner in 18, but he's doing it now. And it goes to show Dr. Oz is someone who is building a coalition out there and he's getting Republican support. And in closing, we need to watch out. John Fetterman needs to win this race. We need his vote in the Senate. He is from Pennsylvania, not New Jersey. And he's going to represent working-class Pennsylvanians, every Pennsylvanian for that matter, with the utmost dignity and respect and goodwill. And he's going to look out for the people that Dr. Oz could care less about. So if you're out there listening, I'm sounding the alarm. You hear that sound? Yeah, I'm sounding it. We're sounding the alarm because we need your help. John Fetterman needs your help, and I can sit here and say, go make a donation for him. That's great and all, and please do that if you feel inclined, but we need you to get out on the sidelines if you're listening in Pennsylvania, or anywhere for that matter. If you're listening from across the country, you can make texts for John Fetterman. You can make phone calls for John Fetterman. You can send postcards for John Fetterman. If you're in Pennsylvania, I'm asking you to get out there on the streets Knock on doors. Talk to your neighbors. Talk to your family and friends. Say, hey, you know there's an election coming up? Hey, I know your your kid just turned 18. Are they registered to vote? Or for any 17-year-old who might be listening, or if you have a 17-year-old in your life, are they turning 18 on or before November 8th, 2022? Guess what? They can vote. They can go out there on November 8th and cast their first ballot ever, and boy, that would be a very consequential election to get started on. The first time I voted was in November 2015. I haven't missed one yet. And it was uh, off-year election, so to speak. Just a couple of local offices. But to be able to vote for the first time this November, Wow. Talk about having a lot of responsibility. So please, if you know someone out there, a young person, just ask, are you registered to vote? Start the conversation. Let's turn the tide here in Pennsylvania. And let's go blue this November. I'm Jordan Roan from Arc of Justice, Pennsylvania. This has been an Election 2022 podcast. Please... Let's rally the troops. Let's build a momentum. Let's get Josh Shapiro and John Fetterman elected this November. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next time.